Twilight Saga Fan Podcast, episode number 44. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Twilight Saga Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here once again to talk about our favorite book, our favorite fiction book, or my favorite fiction book. I don't know. Is it still your favorite? This is not my favorite book. I'm sorry. Well, okay. Our saga. The the book. Saga. Whatever. I don't read a lot of fiction, so it's easy for me to say favorite. It's easy for you to say. Yeah, I don't... Maybe. You don't want. Um, I don't know if I can say it's my favorite. Oh, it used to be. I, I still love it. Uh-huh. I still read it again. But you used to love it. I used to be obsessed. It used to, it used it was to be unhealthy. your favorite. It was unhealthy. <laughs> so it's not unhealthy anymore, huh? I, I've taken a very healthy um, view of, of Twilight now. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I became a grown up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know how much you've just offended like no, I'm not offending. 85% no, of our audience? I didn't, I didn't mean that in an offending way. I meant that I I, I was being very childlike and um, not... I, I was spending so much time in the story that I, I wasn't uh, focusing on my responsibilities. That, that That's not... That's not a jab at anyone. Okay. That That is a... It was unhealthy for me. And I had to change. Gotcha. Well, hey, we are going to be talking about chapters 31, 32, and 33 in this episode. So if you have not, by the way, of Breaking Dawn, uh, and of course, if you have not read those chapters, you probably don't want to read this ep- or listen to this episode because we are going to talk about those. Uh, the I, first I, did, one- I did just talk to Megan's teacher yesterday about the Twilight Saga. You did? We did. Cool. That she's read um, Megan's new teacher, not Megan's last year teacher who totally loves it, but um, Megan's fifth grade teacher who has read the books and loves the saga and awesome. Yes, so very cool. All right, so chapter twenty or chapter thirty one is talented. I have a couple highlights that I made as I was reading this through on my Kindle, and the first one is, "What did you just call my wife?" Eleazar looked at Edward curiously. His manic pacing forgotten for the moment a shield i think she's blocking me now so i can't be sure so we find out what her wonder twin power is her wonder twin powers activate i love that line what did you just call my wife you know it's it was taking them by it, it took him by surprise and um and so yeah i i love that part indeed i do all right, so uh, let's but see. I like when I like when when Elias later when Elias are like, you can't tell me that you know. Can you hear her thoughts right now? And Edward's like, um, no, but I never could. <laughs> exactly, I've never been in. Oh, so it, it was even that prominent, you know, in her human life, and so. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Eliazar was kind of telling the story about some of the you know powers, the superpowers that the other Voltori and, and stuff like that have, and and how um, what's his name has accumulated all these wonderful people around him. Aro. Anyway, uh, here's one of them. Renata is a powerful shield against a physical attack. If someone approaches her or Aro, as she is always close beside him and 
in a hostile situation, they find themselves diverted. There's a force around her that repels, though it's almost unnoticeable. You simply find yourself going in a different direction than you had planned (laughs) with a confused memory as to why you wanted to go in that other way in the first place. Uh, She can protect her shields or she can project her shield several meters out from herself. She also protects Caius and Marcus, too, when they have a need. This is a very, you know, I'm I am so interested in this movie when it comes out because right. this is going to be like a superheroes movie. It really should. It, it should. Well, now this will be towards the second movie because this is, you know, the no. second part. Oh yeah, yeah I guess yeah. you're right. We're that far into the story. We're, we're that far into. You're almost to the end now. I, I mean, know. This I is, can't. I can't believe it. This is definitely going to be in the second movie, but I am really interested to see how they. How they do all this? Right, I, I can't. I can't wait. I, this this is actually Breaking Dawn had. I, well, I told you it was the, one of the chapters earlier on here, just a couple weeks ago, when I told you that that I, I'm I'm sucked in. Okay, right. it's like I'm a fan now. I, I I enjoyed the books before Breaking Dawn, but Breaking Dawn turned me into a fan. That I mean, that is hilarious, and I can't tell you anything more until we finish it. But you'll have to remind me to come back and tell you why I find that hilarious. Okay. Okay. All right. So you have to teach me what to do. I insisted unthinkingly grabbing Kate's arm. You have to show me how. And so the whole idea here is I think what, what, um, there, there's the whole idea that Kate says, maybe you can actually project this out from yourself. Right. Kate can, of course, shock people. (laughs) I love when Kate goes around shocking people. (laughs) She goes around shopping people. Exactly. And, and so, um, and, and so basically there's going to be a lot of training that's going on. Yes. Here. All right. All righty. So let's see here. I'm looking for my. I'm I'm looking. I I could only think of the reason. Let's see. I could only think that the reason Aro had decided to come himself to bring so many with him uh, is because his goal is not punishment, but acquisition. So obviously, you know, there's the whole idea that that, you know, Aro's coming to either get um, access to Edward or to Bella. Is that is that am I picking up on that right? Yeah. Um. No. Um, or Alice. Alice. Because Alice. Edward says. Um, That's right. Aro's never wanted anything more than he wants Alice. That's right. I okay. I'm totally wrong. You're absolutely. In and fact, so I now even this have is, that highlighted. And here. so now this is why they think Alice left. Right. Was to protect herself from. So it wasn't. So there might possibly be another reason other than her just being selfish. It, what? Come on. Did. How can you even say that you even are close to Alice when you think that she's defected? Well, uh. I, I, and I don't think that. No, I think, I think Bella's a moron. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Edward. I Ch- can't say that I disagree with you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Finally. All right. Edward- Bella's not my favorite character. She's not. Edward changed the subject. I think the Volturi were waiting for this one some, for some pretext. They could like they couldn't know from this form what they couldn't know what form their excuse would come in, but the plan was already in place when it did come. That's why Alice saw their decision before Irina triggered it. The decision was already made, just waiting for some pretense of justification. Now the thing is, is if that's the case, didn't they have pretense for justification when they actually started hanging out with a human? Um, well, they did, and but they could have, they could have, they didn't have to give her time. No, 
They didn't. The so, reason that Aro gave her time was because he was interested in why he couldn't read her mind. He okay. wanted to know what you know, he 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 was he was intrigued by why Jane couldn't affect her. He wanted to to know what she would be like. Gotcha. In, you know, her her what did you call him? Wonder Twin Power. Yeah, what her Wonder Twin Power would be. <laughs> All right. Um, so here's here's just going on the same parts that you're sharing is that um, Eliezer points out to Ed, Edward says, no way, never am I going to be part of them. You know, or I will not allow Aro to acquire me. And um, Eliezer just points out, he knows your weaknesses. He knows how to get you to do what he wants you to do. You know, and um, right. So I, I, I just—he needs to know that. I, I he yeah. can put up a fight all he wants, but if they threaten Bella, he's gonna bend. Exactly. So anyway. All right. So here we go. Chapter thirty-two. Company. Of course, we've got more and more people showing up. Uh, we've got a little highlight here that I have. It says neither Peter nor Charlotte had ever seen an immortal child, though they knew the rule. Their negative reaction was not so not as powerful as the as the Denali vampires had been at first. Curiosity had driven them to allow Renesmee's explanation, and that was it. They were now as committed to witnessing as Tanya's family. Uh, the Irish clan arrived first, as the, and they were surprisingly easy to convince. Um, and then, of course, we've got Amon and the other Egyptian vampires were another story. Even after two younger members of his coven, Benjamin and Tia, had been convinced by Renesmee's explanation, Amon refused to touch her and ordered his coven to leave. Uh, at the same time, persuaded, uh, basically, Benjamin persuaded Eamon to stay with a few subtle threats about disbanding their alliance. Eamon stayed, but continued to refuse to touch Renesmee and would not allow his mate, Kibi, or Kibi, or whatever, to touch her either. So basically, um, pretty much anybody who has the ability to come into contact with... um, Well, anyone who will allow her to touch them. Right. She she basically gets their their support immediately. But a moon or a moon or whatever his name is, he's he's not going to let this happen. He he just seems like a very um, controlling, he's chauvinistic like a, kind of person, and he's a grumpy old vampire. Vampire. He, he annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. The only other people who annoy me are the Romanians, but in a, in a way, I like them. So in, I, right. I don't think we've gotten to them yet. So we'll talk about them a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, th- I think that they show up. Um, yeah, here in a here in a little bit. Yeah. He can actually influence the elements, earth, wind, fire, and wonder, the water, wonder, uh, wonder. <laughs> true physical manipulation, no illusion of the mind. Benjamin's still experimenting with it. So, uh, yeah, this, I mean, this is totally a superheroes movie. It is becoming that way, is it not? It, I mean, it's it really almost is. crazy. It's almost like the author is the mom of three boys. <laughs> I think. Okay, now I can see it. Do you get it? Uh huh. All right. Um. So, but the other people that we met here, um, in in the beginning are, um, I love Maggie. She's from the Irish Coven. She can't be lied to. Okay. Like, she can discern a lie. Um. 
And um, obviously you talked about Benjamin can manipulate the elements. Um, Garrett, he doesn't really have a superpower, but he is very adventurous and he's just funny. When you get his to- superpower is that he can make you laugh. <laughs> he can make you laugh. Anyway, um, Zafrina, I love her. Yes, and and Renesmee calls her superpower making pretty pictures. Right, she, she can make her see. She I have a highlight see. for Zafrina. It says, "Can I see?" She asked, "What would you like to see?" Zafrina asked, "What you showed Daddy." Zafrina nodded, and I watched anxiously as Renesmee's eyes stared blankly into space. A second later. Renesmee's dazzling smile lit up her face. More, she commanded. After that, it was hard to keep Renesmee away from Zephrina and her pretty pictures. And her pretty pictures, right? I like that. That that was that was great. Um, I'm really. I, I tell you, I you know, as much as I think it's really cheesy, all all this superhero business. Right. <laughs> I thought this was a you know vampire and and werewolf movie. Now it's, it's all about superheroes. Uh, and, and, and I think that's really ridiculous, but at but the it's same, about superhero vampires, I mean, <laughs> come like, on. seriously, you have no idea what this story is about. How am I ever going to sit there and talk to somebody about the twilight saga? And they're sitting there. It's like, this is so stupid. Vampires. It's like, but no, it's not. It's superhero vampires. But I can't tell you that until you get to breaking dawn. I can't until you get to the last book oh my the end of the last book the end of the last book before you find out that it's superhero vampires so bella insists that edward teach her how to fight and that doesn't go so well although emmett was more than willing to help emmett was more than willing to help though his teaching felt to me as that like a little bit like it was hot (laughs) like revenge revenge (laughs) for all that lost arm wrestling matching yeah that they had done if i could still bruise i am sure i'd be purple from head to toe rose tanya eliezer were all patient and supportive their lessons reminded me of jesper's fighting instructions to the others last june though those memories were fuzzy and indistinct some of the visitors visitors found my education entertaining <laughs> and some even offered assistance. Right. So, um so, so you have that. And then Kate starts helping Bella um with her shield right. and, and trying to project it from her. And Kate also picked up some other wonderful things. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? What do you have? I've got a highlight. Nessie Kate said, oh, yes. the newcomers had quickly picked up that inner Irrit- irritating nickname. <laughs> Would you like to come help her, your mother? <sighs> no, I half snarled. Uh, so anyway, the, um, I, th- I think it's hilarious. And this, of course, there's nothing more irritating than the name Renesmee. I mean, can we get more ridiculous? I think Nessie is so much more appealing than Renesmee. Right. So. Okay, I I disagree with you, but but as a parent who has n- named a child, you know I don't want them. Okay. Called I I don't even like the the nickname that Megan has given herself. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know. All right. So. So uh, what else do you have? Because the next thing I have is like this, like the last page of the of the book uh, okay, or of this I'm, chapter. Well, I'm just um, I'm just where you are. Um. So the part where where um, Kate and and Bella, th- this was the part that I was talking about, right? Was when Kate was helping Bella with with her shield, and um, she starts moving towards Renesmee. Yes, and Bella becomes filled with rage, and actually is you know able to 
to shield Renesmee also to project her. She can project shield. it and right and and to include Renesmee and but then I love that. So Kate is going about this in a way that is is driving Bella mad basically. Mm-hmm. But then she looks at Edward and says, "Can you hear anything from from Renesmee? You know, can you hear can anything from her?" And no. And so it was. She needed to make her angry. Right. To get her to kind of, I guess, be able to feel it. And I like how she starts to describe it, to be able to feel it as, as an elastic band. and Right. And so. Um, that you can stretch it out. And- right. So, But anyway, I love that part when, when Kate intentionally makes her mad because you don't go after someone's kid. Exactly. You just don't. Unless you're trying to get them to force themselves to have the emotional energy necessary to do something about protecting them. Right. But then, but then they go further. And, and so she, you know, she keeps going and, and is actually able to include several people in it before she loses control. And right. It snaps back. But so then we have the Romanians, I believe, is what we have here in this next quote that I have is, we don't care what you, say, what you say you did, the first vampire interrupted, and we don't care if you broke the law, no matter how egregiously. We've been waiting a millennium and a half for the Italian scum to be challenged, said the first. If there is any chance that they will fall, we want to be here to see it, even it, or even help defeat them. So, and then, of course, uh, basically, at the end of the chapter, we have, you know, basically the League of Justice here. Um, <laughs> we have, aside from the Volturi, it was probably the largest friendly gathering of mature vampires in immortal history. We were all beginning to be a little bit hopeful. Even I couldn't help it. Renesme had won over so many in such a brief time, the Volturi only had to listen for just the tiniest second. The last two surviving Romanians focused only on their bitter resentment of the ones who had overthrown their empire 1,500 years ago, took everything in stride. They would not touch Renesme, but they showed no aversion to her. They seemed mysteriously delighted by our alliance with the werewolves. Uh, they watched me practice m- my shield with Zephrina and Kate. Edward, let's see here, watched Edward uh, answer unspoken questions, watched Benjamin pull geysers of water from the river and sharp gusts of winds from the still air with just his mind, and their eyes glowed with their fierce hope that the Volturi had finally met their match. But we did not hope for the same things. We just all hoped. I like this. That was a great chapter. It was a great chapter. I really liked that it, it one. It does need to be uh, renamed, though. Instead of company, it should be titled The League of Justice. <laughs> All right. Forgery. So, Forgery, we finally find out who that guy is. What was his name? Arthur? Jay Jenks. Jay Jenks. And, and it's hilarious. Now, I'm going to just share with you real quick, Steph. I only have, I only have two highlights in here. I'm just going to share with you what they are. Okay. I've got Jacob Wolf and Vanessa Wolf. Right. Nessie seemed like an okay nickname for Vanessa. And uh, let's see here. And then, of course, there was Jacob could get a kick out of the whole wolf thing. And then the other one is Jay wrote the price down on the bottom of a legal pad. I nodded calmly. I had more than that with me. I unclasped my bag again and counted up the right amount. 
it had to be it let's see here i had it all paper clipped into five thousand dollar increments so it took no time at all so really in in the chapter 33 titled forgery that's all i highlighted okay although i was interested in the story it just didn't it's like what do i highlight i mean the right. title pretty much says everything says everything it, it does um well here are the notes that i made number one i love when jacob says that dracula one and dracula two are creeptacular and clearly he's talking about um the romanians which is um I forget their names right now. Anyway, so, uh, but I think it's hilarious when he says they're creeptacular. Yeah. Um, sitting in the car, driving with him, and Bella is, to him, I'm still just Bella. You know, um, they were able to get past the whole, um, the whole vampire werewolf, you know. Right. <laughs> they, they got past that. Um, I think, it. you know, I understand the whole getting close to the Collins and everything and stuff like that. It just seems a little far-fetched how just okay the entire pack is with the largest gathering of mature right. vampires ever. Right. Well, I don't think that they are okay with it. I think that the point is that um is that you can you can understand something and still not be okay with it. Okay. Right? I guess so. I mean, do you Okay. Yeah. It's a matter of being tolerant. Right. Be- because the the um objective here is to protect Renesme. Mhm. Which they're bound to do because she is Jacob's because Jacob imprinted. Right. Okay. So um anyway, I I think it's a matter of tolerance, not not something that they're just overlooking. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so we, she, she goes on the, she goes on the, the drive and, um, oh, Stefan and Vladimir, that's their names. Anyway, totally creeptacular. Um, I like Max. And then, so she can like, Max is like married. I can't catch a break, (laughs) but because he is obviously admiring her beauty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which she never found herself beautiful before. So that is something that's kind of cool to her. Yep. And I wrote down a note here on page 641. So let me see if I can find out what it, uh, I have no idea what it, what it means. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is the problem with recording weeks after we've actually read this stuff. Um, which by the way, we should only have like two more episodes of this podcast left. Yeah, we should. I mean, if we continue to do three, two or three at a time. So, um, anyway, She's talking with Max and he's naming up all of these things that, you know, is it the mafia? Is it diamond smuggling? And it's like, please, is that, um, please, is that the kind of people you usually deal with, Max? Maybe you need a new job. And then Bella's thinking, I had to admit, I was enjoying myself a little. I hadn't interacted with humans much besides Charlie and Sue. It was entertaining to watch him flounder. I was also pleased at how easy it was not to kill him. And so it's just, you know, she's a shield. She's got this super, you know, control and moving on. So she gets to, to meet Jay Jinx and... Um, she gets their documents yes, or orders their documents. Orders her documents. But I love that she's like, Jay knew Jasper and seemed afraid of him. <laughs> and because she needs because she needs her documents so quickly, he says that it will cost it will cost two times. Oh, but but forgive me, I forgot whom I was dealing with. 
Nice. And um, she she says, clearly, he knew Jasper. Nice. (laughs) And then the last note that I have is that um, I'm used to having no expectations when it comes to the Cullen family. Exactly. And uh, so, but the the whole part of her realizing how things really worked, you know, that Jasper usually filled in the pictures um, on his own. And that's why Jay had no idea what Alice looked like or, you know, and so it was just, I like that because she's finding out more about how the Cullens operate as, as a unit, as, a, as the, as, as the, the business end of things. Right. Right. But I love that this guy is terrified of Jasper. It's hilarious. I, you know, I could see this open up. I mean, obviously, we're rounding up the end of this. And I know Stephanie Myers said she's not going to write anymore, right? That's what she says. Yeah. Um, but I could so see so much more right. written into these stories. And, and just the, the whole... I, I, could inst- I could read an entire book about how they operate as a business, you know, or as a family. How they take care of, you know, the day-to-day... The day-to-day business of... Right. Of, of putting everything together. Yeah. Right. Anyway, folks, that is going to do it for this episode of the Twilight Saga Fan Podcast. Now, of course, this episode is free. Uh, That's why you're hearing this if you're not a GSPN.TV Plus member. And, of course, if you want to have every single episode where we have talked about every chapter of every book in the Twilight Saga, as well as several reviews of each of the movies and all of that good stuff, become a GSPN.TV Plus member today. Uh, It's only $10 a month. And you can support this entertaining, encouraging, educational, and inspirational content. Um, Maybe this one's not all that encouraging or inspirational, but uh, (laughs) this is not the only podcast. It's entertaining. Or Uh, we hope. (laughs) Some people have told us that. But anyway, the thing is, is this is not the only podcast we produce. We produce somewhere between 7 to 15 podcast episodes a week here at gspn.tv we strongly encourage you to check out some of our other shows like familyfromtheheart.com if you're into technology check out things like helpigotamac.com and well just i'll tell you what just go to gspn.tv slash shows and you can read about all the shows that we do and then head over to gspn.tv slash plus to sign up today and you will get pretty much uh, quick and immediate access. Well, not immediate because I have to actually get the email and approve it and get you all set up in the system. But then you'll have access to a ton of Twilight Saga podcast content. Right, Steph? Absolutely. Hey, we'll be back soon. We're on our way out the door this afternoon. We're going on Thanksgiving holiday and uh, spending six and a half hours in the car. Woo-hoo. Looking forward to that <laughs> with the family. It's going to be a blast. And uh, we encourage you guys to, until next time, join Join the the community. community.